The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> I say, America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. I love that new intro. Hope you all noticed. I tightened it up a little bit. Tightened up a couple of things that annoyed me right off the bat. Our audio specialist, a.k.a. Max... Fix it up. Star producer, board op. Oh, I was hats. one of those things. I was never a board op. I was one of those things. I was a star producer. If you're producing, if you're executive producing a radio show that five, five, six million people listen to on a daily show, a daily basis, you're probably not the worst thing. You're probably not the worst at what you do. But not toot my own horn, pat myself on the back. But all right, welcome to Tuesday. Tuesday. September 6th. A wedding anniversary. <laughs> but that's not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> no, it's not what we're going to talk about, uh, considering that we really don't celebrate our wedding anniversary. We celebrate our first date. Correct. So, um, but anyways, um, I was preparing a show earlier, and I had a whole bunch of stuff uh ready to go, and then fire up the computer, uh, log online, see if I miss anything, and sure enough, what do I miss? Big story, comes out, this is two hours ago, it says, two hours ago at this point, so this is hot off the presses, uh, this is the Washington Post, material, this is the big story, this is the big one, this is the thing that they might think they got Trump on, all right, here it is. Here it is. Nukes. Nukes. Uh-oh. He had documents on nukes. Uh-oh. These are our most closely guard. Oh. Did I say our most close? They are our most closely guarded secrets, along with some other things. They're other nations' most close- closely guarded secrets. Oh. And that's what Donald Trump had. I'm sorry, President Donald Trump. My bad. Uh... Former President Trump, uh, at his Mar-a-Lago residence, had a document describing a foreign government's military defenses, including its nuclear capabilities. Uh, Apparently, this was something that, when they discovered it, it was like, oh boy, a big hits-the-fan moment at the FBI, so much so that According to the Washington Post, there are members of Biden's cabinet that do not have the clearance to access this document. Um, In the Daily Mail write-up of it, it says that only a couple of dozen people ever have had access to this information. Um, 
there are only so many countries that have nuclear weapons. Um, so they told the press that he had docs on foreign country nukes, but didn't say which foreign country? Did not say which foreign country. Because so that's classified or well uh, well it, so here so here's 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 the thing so so these are the countries we know have nuclear weapons and by the way i, I, I we're going to get to a very quick and short point with this but russia has nuclear weapons we have nukes and then after that china has some nukes france has some nukes the uk has some nukes Pakistan and India have nuclear weapons. That's always been kind of the people circle that as the place where they would be used next. Pakistan versus India. Um, North Korea has nuclear weapons. And then the country that is the most secretive, Uh the most secretive about their nuclear arsenal is Israel. Mm -hmm. Israel is the most secretive. They... I don't. I, I. There was a point where they had never even publicly acknowledged it. They. They. I, I don't. I don't know if they've publicly. Oh, are you speculating it. that this was about Israel because he did a lot of things for them? No, 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 no. I. I. I don't. I don't need to speculate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what country it is. Um, Israel was one of the the first things that came to mind, though, because of how sensitive, how close the relationship the United States is with Israel, and how sensitive Israel treats that information. And the number of countries that would like to know that, specifically all of their neighbors, would like to know about those capabilities, right? Um, so um, that, that, that was one of them that came to mind. Um, but it could be any of, any of those countries, to be honest. Um, but the point is, it doesn't matter, because who cares? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the president of the United States holding information so sensitive that it could harm national security. I do not understand how knowing another nation's nuclear secrets harms national security. Because they could hold him hostage to get the information? Well... Although they could always do that because isn't it in his head? Isn't it in every president's head? so, So here's the thing. Obviously, presidents have access to things that... No one has access to, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the nature of the job. I want to recall a story. This is from almost exactly two years ago, September 9th, 2020. President Trump discloses supposed existence of a secret new nuclear weapon system to Bob Woodward. <laughs> because why not? Give it to the he's the autobio the biograph. So so exactly right? you're making yeah. you're making my point that like like the, that you're you're dealing with with already someone who on in so many so many documented circumstances has declassified our own secrets at uh, at, at times um, by just the nature of him wanting to well essentially brag about stuff that he knows right like that i mean that's that's the only reason why you tell a reporter something is that you want to brag you want to sound like mr cool um right why would he ever we want to be interviewed by bob woodward it he he said it out loud he was like who it's an honor to be honored but to be interviewed by bob woodward you know like as president of the united states that's what you do and he wanted to brag and come off as cool with bob woodward and bob woodward of course knifed him in the back right before the election because why wouldn't he? He's Bob Woodward. 
So, I, but, but anyways, the point that I'm making here is that if the FBI, if the FBI spent all of these resources and went through all of this to get back documents that would only another country would care about? Oh, you think? He has essentially proved that the FBI just went, got this warrant, this search warrant, for nothing more than a fishing expedition to see if they could find anything that they could get on him. That's all this was, a pure fishing expedition. If they had stuff that would actually harm our own national security, that is a completely separate issue than him having stuff that only another foreign country would care about. Because you want to know why? I don't care if another foreign country's nuclear secrets get out there because I'm not a member of foreign, I'm not a citizen of a foreign well, country. I'm an American citizen. It all goes back to our original point, right? Like if he had something that was actually this top secret, why did it take you two years? It's because he didn't have anything. Yep. So why are they doing this? Because they want to get him on a technicality so they can make him ineligible to run because they don't want him to run. Precisely, precisely. And what they're going to get him on, and like we said, the thing that the, the, the thing that, that people more knowledgeable about the law have been saying is that the thing that they're going to try to get him on is an obstruction charge. And I... <laughs> I think he's just basically going to point to Hillary Clinton in the bleach bit and go, excuse me, bleach bit, bleach bit, bit, bleach bit. Because it sounds like you're saying something else. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, but that's all he, that's kind of, that would be the number one defense is that, you know, Hillary's team stripped documents of their classified markings to make it look like classified material wasn't being held on a homebrew, in a completely unsecured homebrew server. Uh, and and uh, we can we're gonna we're as long as we will be alive we are going to litigate the fact that people in power on both sides get away with stuff that normal people would never get away with yep okay and donald trump has 100 percent the right and he's 100 percent in the right to point to hillary clinton and go well why didn't any of this happen to her but at the same time, look look at what happened from both sides. Like when you go after someone who was previously in power like that, everyone just cries that they're weaponizing the FBI or the Precisely. cops. I mean, imagine if Trump had actually raided Hillary Clinton's house and put her in jail. People oh would have flipped gosh. out. Even oh even gosh. people on our side would have flipped out. They would have been like, okay, yeah, she technically did something wrong, but like, yep. this is a bad look. Like, this is not what we want to like, be as lost, a country. She lost. She's not in power anymore. Whatever. And that's why they essentially become above the law because it mm -hmm. just... Because what's the point? What's the point? What, like, what are, yeah, exactly. What are you going to gain by putting Donald Trump in prison? What, Which, what, that's not, what are you going that's to not their MO. Their MO is to make it so that he just he disqualify him. Yeah, he, yeah, he can't run. And then it's him. it's a cherry on top if they manage to like liquidate his assets or go after his money and some capability. Yeah. I mean, we didn't it, Yeah, it kind of goes back to the point of like if your argument is that he's cavalier with our nation's secrets, he's proven that time after time. Right, like so. If that's your gripe with him, you you don't, I, I, you don't, you don't need to do this to to kind of make that argument. But yeah, like we said, it, it, it's just a fishing expedition. It's annoying, but 
look at this. I, it's just, they're trying to make a big deal about this. They're trying to make a big deal about this. And frankly, I don't care. I don't care. I do not care that he had another nation's nuclear secrets in Mar-a-Lago. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You want to know what? Another thing? Who cares if he's got a couple pictures of some planes that no one's ever seen? Come on. You know, I mean, really, at the end of the day, unless he was holding stuff that if it got into the hands of a foreign government would significantly impact our nation's security. That's well, the only reason for this. And to go back to Katie's point, if this stuff was so... Now, the other, the other question is, did they know? The other question well, is, did before they Before you go on, they you know, could jump through some mental gymnastics and say it is a national security risk because if it got leaked to foreign adversaries and they attacked Israel, we would be pulled in as an ally. We can debate whether we'd go to Israel war on behalf of Israel more than we already have uh, on another show. I, I, but I, 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 agree, I agree that you're getting to a point of there's probably in the document a reference to some sort of human intelligence, some spy, someone sharing something they shouldn't be sharing, and if that source was corrupted, would be bad, right? So that, that's, that's, that, I mean, if that's the angle, sure, whatever. But to my but point, I think your but, original point stands. This is a fishing expedition. Yeah, I, it just seems like a fishing expedition at this point. I don't understand why the FBI's job is to guard another nation's secrets. Like, do a better job of not having people who are who give your secrets away on working on your most secret projects. Right? I'm just guessing do a we job won't get as many secrets now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, I, the United the government of the United States. If there's one thing the United States government is extraordinarily adept at, it's uh, uh, it's 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 finding out stuff about people. <laughs> the United States government is the best in the world at it, at finding out stuff about people. So, and and the second might be the Israelis. <laughs> So if the FBI doesn't get to the bottom of it and if it's, and it's Israel's nuclear secrets, rest assured Israel will get to the bottom of it. <laughs> just to clarify, we don't know it was Israel's. We no, we We're just not speculating. Know. We're just speculating. That's kind of a hat tip to the Mossad right there of like they're very good at their job. <laughs> um, but anyway. I just don't want you to run off and try to debate some liberals yes. and claim that he yes. had Israel's nukes. We don't no. know that. No, we, we have we have we have no idea and and um, and and nor do we care. Um, but the thing that we we I do care about uh, more than that is that we have a, a, a new name to call ourselves as Republicans. Oh, we're MAGA Republicans. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Make America great again. This is see. This goes back to the original brilliance of, 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 of Donald Trump in his 2015, 2016, I guess 2016 campaign. But the, this is part of the, the original brilliance that he had with the marketing of Make America Great Again. Why wouldn't you want to make America great again? Right? Well, I think that's every, why they tried to twist it and claim yeah, that it was like racist. Exactly. Oh, it's racist. It's sexist. It's homophobic. It's bigoted. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's all of those, it's all of those things. 
Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundation of our republic. You know, how many times can they trot out lines? As I stand here, this is President Biden on Thursday. I didn't watch the speech. I didn't go back and watch the speech. Um, I don't want to I mean, encourage anyone to go back. It was probably only 10 back. minutes. So this is what I thought. <laughs> the, I was, we were ch- chatted about this on, other ep- on a previous ep- couple, couple episodes previous to this one, which was that, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden Joe Biden's out there. And we were also chatting at, concurrently on those shows about how no one's paying attention to politics. Well, that's why they've trotted Joe Biden out. Right. No one cares. They can go out. He can go and walk around, say about anything. Talk about equality and democracy are under assault. By whom? By whom? Who is assaulting equality? Who is assaulting democracy? Who's attacking this? If anything, democracy has been preserved this summer because the Supreme Court said, hey, look, this thing the Supreme Court decided, this isn't, this isn't something we do at the federal level. This is something that's done at the state level. Federal government doesn't get to tell everyone what to do in the case of abortion. You guys, this is going to go back to the voters. Go figure it out. Yep. And they harassed Supreme Court justices and went nuts and... You know, speaking about another thing the FBI didn't do, which is protect the Supreme Court justices, or the Department of Justice didn't do it, I should say. But that's neither here nor there. And it turns out this is a, this is kind of turning into a huge energizing force um, for 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 the left. Um, this this you know Supreme Court ruling that they think is so bad for democracy because it turns out that it's actually forcing them to engage in democracy. And uh, it's making us on the right a little little squeamish here that uh, in some places we, we may be overplaying our hands and some people might not be reading the tea leaves of what we can and cannot do policy-wise, right? In terms of, remember, never forget this, folks. You've got you've to win the hearts of people in order to get them to change. You can't just force them to do something by law. That's never going to work. If you want people to behave better, if you want people to get rid of a behavior, you've got to you got to force their heart to change how they feel about certain things. There's no issue more important. Like there's no issue that that speaks to more than abortion in this country. You're not going to end abortion just by telling people you can't have an abortion. You're going to end abortion in this country by rewarding people and celebrating people for 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 taking the time to to make a responsible choice about who they choose to procreate with, you know? And, and for people to, because, because when they're doing that, they're actively choosing to uh, make a creating life an important, sacred thing. It's not just something, it's just not something you do on a Thursday afternoon because you're bored. <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. But... Anyways, I this whole this whole with this semi-fascist Trump is semi-fascist. The White House has been walking this back apparently since Thursday. And like we said, this is one of those great things that he that 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 it's been it's bled enough into the news cycle where now two things are happening. The White House has to define what a MAGA Republican is. 
And on the flip side, Republican candidates are now getting asked, are you a MAGA Republican? <laughs> Uh-oh. Right? Wonderful. Great. Uh, yeah. So, um, so uh, I, I mean, I, I think, and, and what, what, and now are you, are you semi-fascist, I guess is going to be, that's the other term they threw at us. You're, semi, you're semi-fascist. Um, so, Not full-blownsies. Yeah. Semi. Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's a, such a simple question to answer as a Republican candidate. All you have to do is go. I think America could improve in places. So yeah, I do want to make America great again, and I'm a Republican. So yeah, I mean, I'm a Republican who wants to make America better. I don't understand why that would be offensive to you. Just turn it right back on the questioner. Yeah, be like, do you think twelve percent inflation is great? Yeah, do you think that this is great? You like that? You like that? You like you like paying you like paying double for eggs? Are you enjoying that? Or would you or would you like to go back to when gas was two twenty nine a gallon when eggs were ninety nine cents a dozen and when kids weren't forced to choose which sexuality they want to be in kindergarten. <laughs> they were learning the alphabet and arithmetic. It's so easy. It's so simple. And this is like, what, as we said, one of the great things about Joe Biden, he's gifted us this MAGA Republican line. He's gifted us. Yeah, you want to know what? Joe Biden screwed up a lot of things in this country. These are all the things that I want to get rid of. You're right. I do want to make America great again by getting rid of all the things that Joe Biden's done to this country, including the $1 trillion student loan giveaway to people making two hundred and fifty grand a year. Right? I don't want people paying five fifty a gallon for gas or the prices that we saw in California with a six in front of it. Ugh. A six. Horrible. Six. I have PTSD. Whoo. Whoo. It's so easy. Like you said, we get to take this label, turn it right back onto it. Thank you, Joe Biden. A wonderful thing. And it, it, it leads me into um, kind of... <sighs> I, I, I want to... You got it. I just want to go... Yeah, I know. I just don't <laughs> want to get that heavy. There's a couple of stories that, I, that, that I'm going to push into Thursday because they're, 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 they're more evergreen. But, but this one's a little more... And it's, the, it's the kidnapping that happened. I was going to say, if it's heavy, let's not do it. <laughs> Why do we need to talk about it? Well, Leave the, that to the regular news. <laughs> well, I, I, I just want to make the point here is that here we had... Th- this was the big story over the weekend is this kidnapping and murder of of this mother of two this you know young marathon running mother in Memphis Tennessee who is out a teacher who is out for her her run in the morning and was abducted and and murdered and they found the suspect and Unfortunately, she did not survive the ordeal, unlike the first kidnapping victim of this person. Uh, the man's name is Cleotha Abstin. He's 38 years old. 
spent 20 of those years in jail, spent more than half of his life in jail, because when he was 16, he robbed a guy, he, he kidnapped someone like this, managed to, the person managed to escape. Mm-hmm. And they let him out early. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Well, why do you think? Because clemency and letting people out early and giving the benefit of the doubt to criminals is the new thing on the left. And this isn't something we used to do as America. So this is why I say, you want to talk about making America great again? Turning that label back on Democrats? It's talking about this crime epidemic that Democrats have unleashed in America's communities. And this might be my favorite example of it, of today, since every day we're inundated with these. Woke Los Angeles judge declares a mistrial for a robbery suspect because the defendant didn't get a proper night's sleep in jail. A California judge who hails from a powerful Democrat family who endorsed the LADA George Gascon granted a mistrial for a man facing life in prison because he was sleepy. Famose Elgin Banks, that Vamaze Elgin Banks, 24, appeared in court after threatening a McDonald's worker with a gun before stealing less than $100. Court records accused Banks of telling the cashier at the fast food joint that he would kill her if she didn't produce the cash quickly enough, allegedly telling her, hurry up or I'll blow your brains out. Superior, uh, Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Daniel Lowenthal made the mistrial ruling after he decided the alleged robber couldn't take proper notes due to his lack of proper sleep. Trials like these typically cost the judicial system between $600 and $1,300. Alan Nakasone, Banks' lawyer, argued before Lowenthal that his client could not take notes properly due to inadequate housing the night before, where he says he had a cell with no blanket and no bed. Despite Banks' having two prior violent robbery convictions, Lowenthal was quick to grant a mistrial and even deferred to answer when he... and when asked if he had seen Banks' false... if he had seen Banks fall asleep. Lowenthal proceeded to rip the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office and said, essentially, this court has lost complete confidence in the Sheriff's Department's ability to provide proper housing arrangements. A mistrial is declared. In my 20, uh, some legal experts called the mistrial unprecedented, including Anthony Falangetti, who worked as a Los Angeles County prosecutor for 14 years. In my 27 years of experience, I have not seen a mistrial declared because a defendant who was in trial was deprived of the ability to sleep. <laughs> so there you go. That was in L.A. This <laughs> in Los Angeles. Yeah, classic. Well, it was probably too hot and they didn't have air conditioning. Too hot, no air conditioning. Did you, you all, all the, everyone at work in California is just there. Oh, yeah, they're not having a good time. They're having a day. All right. What are we rounding it out with? 
Kamala Harris claims she did not eat her first grape until she was in her 20s because of solidarity with a farm union boycott. How does that work? Well, it doesn't because labor <laughs> activists refused to eat them when she was 19 to 36. <laughs> so the timeline doesn't even make it up. Vice President Kamala Harris claimed one day to have never eaten a grape until she was in her 20s, citing her belief to never cross a picket line. Growing up with progressive activist parents, the vice president recounted her years-long support for labor movements, including the grapes boycott in her home state of California. The last and longest took place from 1984 through 2000. Harris would have been 19 or 20 when it started, and it ended the month after she turned 36. The farm workers movement was very much a part of my childhood, the vice president told The Nation, which is a far-left publication. This sounds quaint, and so I'm reluctant to say it, but, you know, I didn't eat a grape until I was in my 20s. Like, literally, never had a grape. I remember the first time I had a grape. I went, wow, this is quite tasty. <laughs> it was absolutely ingrained so deeply in me. Never cross a picket line. That sounds like something Mark Zuckerberg would say. That sounds like Mark Zuck. That sounds like Mark Zuckerberg eating a grape for the first time. He's like, when I was a child, my mom presented me with these, with these spherical objects that were a little squishy, and I put one in my mouth and I bit down on it, and I was like, oh, this is delicious. What is it? And she said, it's a grape, and my robot mind memorized that. It actually sounds like a line from Veep or a TV show. <laughs> like, right? like what kind of awkward, like what kind of awkward robot scripted this line for you to be like, I never had a grape until my 20s. Like I can just imagine, I can just imagine out? like the war room with her, all of her little helpers and they got a whiteboard and they're like, what's a story that could humanize you? And right. she's like, well, I slept with Willie Brown and they're like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> I didn't eat grapes. Okay. Tell me more. I think it was something thing about a boycott i don't remember i didn't like the commercials <laughs> the singing raisins always creeped me out and they do some research and they're like oh was it this boycott oh yeah yeah that had to be it and they went with it <laughs> are raisins made from grapes yes okay so i got that right <laughs> i don't know grapes never had a grape. raisins wine <laughs> a grape. all the same thing <laughs> You like grapes. I like grapes. We're grape households. You're a cherry person. I like green grapes. What's your, okay. What's your favorite fruit? <laughs> Ooh, this is hard. Um, I think it is cherries. I no really one like else cherries. listens to the podcast that this is a reference from, but this is the first interview question on the podcast. What is your favorite fruit? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, no, I don't seriously, know what, what joke your, you're making. Don't worry about it. What is your favorite fruit? just said cherries cherries um for me i don't know grapes aren't bad apples are pretty good there's grapefruit oranges plums you like plums i do like plums i like the sumo citrus the sumo citrus are good i like plums you like, like rhubarb is that rhubarb fruit is rhubarb fruit it's like a like a it's like a fruity grass. <laughs> <laughs> Rhubarb. It's a vegetable. Okay. It's a vegetable. Sorry. It's a vegetable. Uh, tomatoes. Tomatoes are a fruit. I have tomatoes every day. Tomatoes might tomatoes be my Tomatoes are fruit. terrible. My favorite fruit is a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
Um, yeah, no, plums, plums. A good kiwi. That's an underrated one. Kiwi's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like oranges, apples, cherries. Mm-hmm. Um, I really apples like and bananas. nectarines. Nectarines. Is there All any right. exo- Is there an exotic fruit? You're a mango person. Is mango exotic? I don't think it's very exotic. The like dragon like fruit. Have you ever had a dragon fruit? There was one on my mojito flight. <laughs> How did a it, little garnish. A little, oh, yeah. The little is like a mini pizza <laughs> yeah, slice. I ate it. It was How good. Was it? It, it was, was good? actually like not that flavorful. I don't know if it was just like too small of a piece or that's fine. Maybe we're going to have to buy some dragon fruit. I didn't, you know, I'm, you know, that's when I run for office. I didn't have dragon fruit until I was 34. <laughs> Can you believe in solidarity with the farm workers? In solidarity with not being able to find it at a grocery store in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not fair. They often had some interesting things there. All right. Thursday, first NFL game. We're going to have to. F- Let's go Bills. Well, duh. I mean, I don't like the Rams, so it's kind of easy. I mean, you, like, married into a partial Bills family, so. Yeah, so there you go. Go Bills. See you Thursday. Thursday. The chant is drill, baby, drill. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. I say, America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. Ah!